find a baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, what is good? We are back in LA for the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. Welcome all the new listeners and to, of course, the BTB Army to another brand new High Doge Finition episode of the award-winning chart-topping podcast. That would be BTB. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Wash Lord, a.k.a. the Forrest Gump of hip-hop, and of course, also known as the Korean John Cusack. Got to give a shout out to Illegal Cartel for the original theme song, Lakey Lake for the original music, and my guys, Miles and Jordan, aka the Dust Brothers, aka the Captains, because they produce this show and because they are the baddest motherfucking podcast producers in the game, aka podcast producers of the year. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, everyone. (laughs) It is Monday, the sixth day of June. It is a glorious morning. It is also currently 68 degrees outside. I think it's going to hit almost 80 today. It means it's going to be a beautiful day. I'm about to go get my golf on, Uh, but it was hot as fuck in the DMV. I got people who still ask me, what the fuck, what does the DMV stand for? Bro, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, how do you not know what the fucking, I'm not talking about the Department of Motor Vehicles. You know what I'm saying? But it's short for Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Okay. And it was hot as a motherfucker there. It was fucking 98, 96 degrees when I landed in the afternoon, like late afternoon. And then the next day it was 80 something and it was fucking raining thunderstorms weird as fuck humid as shit but the last couple days i was there for four days four nights it was nice it was um like mid to high 70s my perfect temperature my perfect weather i think i asked people what is your perfect perfect absolute perfect temperature um ideal temp and i think mine is like if it's in la i love 78 to like 81 that's my shit right if you're in areas where it's like, you know, the sun's different here and there, like Seattle, 75, 76, I'm Gucci, right? San Francisco, 75, 76, same sort of city. If you're in Cabo, right, sun's different out there, but I'd like it to be hot because I want you to be in the beach, I'm be in the pool, I like the water hot. Now, you're in Chicago, I'll take 70, you know, I'll take 68 to 72 in Chicago all day long. New York City, same thing. Um, Tokyo, same thing. But Tokyo, Korea in the summer, hot, human, gets fucked up. It's crazy. Anyways, had a great time in Virginia. Every time I used to go out to go see my boy, I'd be in D.C. I'd be up at the Park Hyatt. I'd be at the Manor Oriental. Um, but, like, D.C. is just not my thing, right? And I ain't talking about, I'm talking about, like, you know, fucking Georgetown by the Capitol. It's cool and everything, but it's just kind of like, and it's not far from Nova, but... Nova being North Virginia, for those who don't fucking know, again. But it was just, it was great seeing my boy Paul. Paul's been on the podcast before, you know. Um, uh, 
I sort of served as a mentor to him and completely by chance, just by just random shot, right? That happened. And when I met Paul, you know, he was just starting his life out. He was young. He was not even, I think he was barely 20 years old. You know, uh, he's supporting his younger sister, three older sisters, and his mom and dad and a bunch of family. And very good guy. One of the best guys I know in the world. He happens to be Kaya's godfather. And, um, you know, he's, I don't want to put his business out there, but he's upwards in, in the eight figures, net worth-wise. He's a smart kid, smart dude. Anyways, um, his son was born during the pandemic. I couldn't go see him. A lot going on. Uh, glad I got, got to finally see him. He is uh, my nephew, obviously, slash my godson, Michael. Cutest fucking little boy. Such a cute boy. I can't, God, man. It's, man, Paul, if you're listening, your life is going to change so much. You have no idea. This is, you know, the tough part for you now, but wait till he starts talking and just wait till he gets Kaya's age. And just, man, I can't wait to see Kaya too. Kaya's changed so much. It's crazy. But that flight from LA to DC this time felt like forever. I don't know why. You know, I, I've been on many flights since. Even the flight to New York didn't seem like it lagged that bad. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not dreading it, but I'm kind of dreading it. But, you know, I got, you know what? I think because in New York, I mean, would have a bed. I have a little suite here and there. And in DC, don't really offer that. Maybe that might be why. Um, thank God I got a fucking suite from Miami. But I'm dreading that 13-hour flight to Tokyo. But I can't wait to get there. It's just going to be fucking amazing. A lot has been going on in my life. I've been talking about it, right? But I just want you guys to understand that I'm in a better place today. Every, you know, every few days it changes. Every day it changes with me. You know, I'm an emotional person. But as of right now, I'm in a good place. And I think about my family a lot. I still watch my kids sleep almost every time. I, any night that I can, I watch them sleep. So peaceful. They crack me up. My kids are all fucking crazy. I have such a great relationship with my children. It's just amazing. Um, but anyways, um, McLean, Tyson's area, right? Uh, Fairfax, Annandale. Mostly those are the three areas, right? Maybe a little bit. of No, 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 no. That would be it. That would be McLean, Tyson's. Fairfax and Annandale, pretty much where I pretty much am always at when I'm going to visit my boy Paul. And it's like just super laid back, you know? You know, taxes are less there, sales taxes less there, rent, gas was fucking like $4 there, which is like half the price it here is in LA. And, um, you know, just life in general is much more chill in the DMV. Things close a little earlier, but it's still popping, you know what I'm saying? You go to DC if you want to get shit really cracking. But, when I was on the plane and we're about to land, you know, right by the airport by Dulles and Reagan, DC is, you know, Reagan uh, airport is not that far either. But like when you're about to land at Dulles, you start going over these massive, you know, patches of greenery. And that's Sterling, Virginia, right? And you know, a lot, a lot of um, court justices lived there. A lot of politicians, people in the Supreme Court, Congress, all that, whatnot. And you'll see these golf courses. You're like, oh shit. I mean, I might have noticed them before, but you know, now that I play golf, I notice them more. But you can get a fucking massive estate in Alexandria and in Sterling. When I say massive, I'm talking like three acres of land boarded off with gigantic shrubbery, beautiful, gorgeous trees that are blocking this. Like, if you guys ever watch The Equalizer when uh, Denzel is going to go whiz visit his friend that works in, in the, for the CIA, you notice like, it's a 30-second drive to the driveway. I'm talking about that type of shit, you know, where you have 
a basketball court, then you have the massive pool, you have the massive tennis court, and it just then you have your estate, and like a ten thousand square foot house ain't shit on three acres is nothing, right? It's crazy, like massive. And let's just say it might cost, yeah, maybe six, seven, maybe even ten million for a gigantic estate. Do you understand what that would cost in LA? Like even like Hollywood, Studio City, like fucking Los Feliz, Beverly Hills, Bella. We're talking they'd begin in the 40, 50 mils. This is fucking ridiculous, right? And we're going to get into real estate later. We're going to talk about the recession later. But what I'm saying is when you can see your house from the fucking airplane, shit is serious. But much love to DMV, always had love for it. Before I even met Paul, I met Paul in 2000, I think 13 or 14. I think it was 14 maybe. You know, I dated a girl from Fairfax. Um, of course, she was Korean. And uh, this was like in 08. And I forgot when the Virginia Tech shooting was. That was maybe 07, I think. I could Google it, but I don't want to waste the time. You know, I was sort of familiar with Nova, right? Like a little bit went out there and didn't know. But it's like, as I've seen it change so much, the businesses have changed, but not like the landscaping of everything. It's kind of like, it's still real chill-ass area. Such a different type of vibe. There's nothing in LA that I can give you and be like, oh, it's like the neighborhood of that. There's no nowhere. Maybe the Bay Area. There could be parts of the Bay I can definitely tell you. Oh, that's kind of like Berkeley. Oh, that's kind of like, you know, this or that's like Antioch or some shit. Um, anyways, had a great meal at Honey Pig in Annandale. Shout out to the people there. First time eating Mokja uh, Mokja in Fairfax. That was fucking good, actually. Um, Honey Pig's brisket was really good. But Mokja's just Kogi better was just better in general. Just period. It was better, right? Um, got to eat at Randy's. Randy's Steakhouse and Seafood in McLean, right there in Tyson's. And their fucking tomahawk was very impressive. It was a really, really good meal. Had a great ball of red Camus, red wine. I don't even drink that much, right? Camus is one of my favorite. And um, it was just, they had this dish called corn brulee. I've never had it anywhere else. Going anywhere that I fucking have ate at, any steakhouse, SW, you name it, all the way around, two and two steakhouse, all the greatest, Wolfgang Pucks, Cut, Mastro's, you name it. Think about creme brulee and then think about cream corn. Mix them together. It was fucking excellence. It was incredible. Um, got to play a little golf. Didn't have my sticks. Got it in. Um, focused, tried to. Had a lot on my mind. I had phone calls coming in, even though I had Do Not Disturb on. Had some shit on my mind, you know. Um, still shot a 109 at Westwood. Without my clubs, not in the right mindset. Very impressed by that, but still, what bummed me out was that 109 could have been a 99, right? There's a couple of strokes on, on almost every hole that I could have did better and never played the course in my entire life, ever. Not ever. That is now my fifth time playing an 18-hole course, which is pretty crazy. You know, great course, country club. But one of the dopest things was my boy Popeye obviously takes care of me. So I went to the Dan Busters in Springfield, and I kicked into Springfield when I was there. That, that Dave & Buster's was cool. I had a good time there. But the Dave & Buster's in Fairfax was a gem. You know, um, Captain Picks had an event in Chicago. Uh, I never said anybody to anybody I was going to go. I, you know, I said I'd make a virtual appearance because I already had these plans to be in Virginia. And um, I got to chill out there and kick it with, in the Dave & Buster's office, do a virtual Zoom with the guys at the Dime. 
captains, uh, Miles Jordan, and beat some of the B2B Army, but a lot of the captain picks fam. And, um, you know, they, we get, did some giveaways and stuff. But the Dave & Buster's in Fairfax is fucking amazing. It's a great place. It, it wasn't too packed. Even on a Friday fucking night, it wasn't packed. And both nights, Thursday night and Friday night, we both stayed there until it was closed. Had some beers. I'm still on my intermittent fasting. I'm not talking about me. Had some nachos, kicked it, played a gang of games. And, you know, I've gotten Paul and his, his homies addicted to this shit now. It's like really addicting. They're all competitive dudes, you know, playing all the ticketed games and stuff and just had a great fucking time. It was a trip right next door to Dan Buster's is a Dick Sporting Goods and there's a golf galaxy there. So Paul's about to get into golf. Uh, my golf shit is, I'm fucking, you know, I'm obsessed. And it was fucking crazy. It was so funny. I even said, I'm headed out to the golf course. I'm wearing a, a really nice Under Armour polo, some golf shorts by Theory. And someone says, what the fuck are you wearing, my dude? And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Like, are you that fucking dumb? I'm just curious. Like, it's just the dumbest fucking answer in the world. Like, I just couldn't imagine, like, imagine what basketball shorts look like. You know what they look like. Even if they're shorter, fitted, whatever, you know what they look like, right? They're mesh. You know, some have designs on them. Some look whatever. They could be plain. But you know what basketball shorts look like? I think it's 10 times more obvious what a golf outfit looks like. So I don't understand. It's just the dumbest shit. Like, what the fuck are you wearing? Go to his page. What the fuck are you wearing, bro? Like, I, I couldn't even uh, tell you. It, it was like he didn't have a flannel. I don't even know what the fuck kind of shirt it was. Right, it looked like there were some beetles on it. Maybe they might have been alive too. They might have been real beetles. Okay, he had a fucking fake V-Lone shirt. He had some skinny jeans that looked like they might have made banana made out of fucking spandex. And then he had some shoes that that looked like some fucking shoes that fucking Pinocchio weared, wore, weared. So you got me all hot top. Look, look, bro. Take them motherfucking Geppetto made ass shoes off your motherfucking feet. Know what the fuck I'm doing. Back to golf. Golf is life. I am just got back home immediately. Went to go see my boy Ron, aka RDB Golf Tips. Ron Del Barrio is a golf lesson. My son London had an appointment to go get some new clubs. Obviously, TaylorMade sponsors me. I am fully endorsed by TaylorMade brand. They would have given me some kids' gloves, but the clubs they make for children come directly from a fulfillment center. I'm not mad at it. I would love to support a brand that has supported me, especially the most top tier brand in golf today. And London got the Rory McElroy kids set of golf clubs. They're perfect, completely different from his U.S. Golf um, Association kids golf uh, clubs that he plays with at school and during his golf lessons and tournaments and everything, whatever, not tournaments, I'm sorry, his, his golf practice at um, his academy. And so Ron went over, you know, some stuff, and we have a lesson with Lennon today, his first official lesson, one-on-one. -on -one. It's different because, you know, his golf team has like 23 kids on it. There's, you know, obviously different ages. And I'm just hyped that he has his own golf clubs. Lennon is uh, four foot nine, nine years old, four foot nine. He's pretty tall for his age. He's one inch shorter than my mother-in-law. And um, Nicolette's five four, but these clubs actually... They fit her. So she could use these if, you know, once London outgrows and whatever. And London will get fitted in a year or two for, you know, adult clubs. And, you know, Taylor made to take care of me there. So much love to that. I love my kids so much. You guys already know. Uh, Ryder's getting private lessons for jujitsu. And I come home and I wake up yesterday morning. 
And Kaya is taking bugs from outside and killing them. Random bugs, little like beetle looking bugs. Um, she's killed a few flies, which you have to be fucking super fast to kill a fly, right? Killed a few different things. And I say, Kaya, what are you doing, baby? What's going on? And she goes, I'm sending them to heaven, daddy. I'm sending the bugs to heaven. And I'm like, baby, they're not in our house. You know, we have a, a exterminator who comes to the house once every two, three months, sprays around the property, you know, make sure nothing comes in. We don't have no ants issues, nothing, right? And she's like, it's okay, daddy. I'm sending them to heaven. <laughs> I don't know, man. All I want to do is take my kids on vacation, take them to places, take them to fucking, you know, I just want to be the best dad for them. I want to be the person they realize, like, yo, I inspired them, I enabled them to fulfill their dreams and all that, right? This is their last week of school, so there's like, like no real major homework. It's just like field events and playing around and all that stuff. I'm so fucking hyped taking them out. We're going to be fucking going to Cabo. We're going to New York. We're going to fucking, uh, you know, all kinds of places. San Diego Zoo, Legoland. Do whatever I can. I got golf. I'm so excited. Atlanta has, they have summer school. Um, they got, uh, Kaya has like a ballet school. You know, London's going to be in golf for summer. It's going to be fucking amazing. They're going to go to camp, all that. I'm just hyped for them, right? And it's crazy. It's my boy, Dylan. He offered me floor seats for game five of the NBA finals. Game five in San Francisco Chase Center. We're talking 50K each ticket minimum. And I can't go. I even bought the plane tickets. I was like, yo, I'll make this happen. Boom, whatever. Cannot go. Because on that day is the day I drop off Kaya to her first day of day camp. And then the next morning, I drop off my kids, my, my boys, to their summer camp. Now, I was going to be able to fly to San Francisco at 12, right? Could take a jet, get to San Francisco at 1, you know, chill out, kick it go to the game, then take the jet at 6 a.m. and land at 7 a.m. and still make it to get to the school. My wife was like, nah, we you know what? I'm not even about to fight with her. It's all fucking good. It's, it's all good. I'm not about to get into that shit with her. Guys, we are having a captain pick party, okay? There's gonna be more details coming up, but just save the date. June 13th, that is a week from today, June 13th at Dave and Buster's Hollywood. It is inside the Highland Hollywood Center for the NBA Finals Game 5. Make sure you pull up, be there, BTB Army, Captain Pick Army, fucking whoever the fuck, you know. There are some, um, I think there's some RSVPs. I don't think it's very much, but we'll be there. We'll be getting it lit. Game 5, watching the game, getting some beers, the whole nine. Uh, guys, I wasn't really thinking this was a big deal. And I've been meaning to have an old, longtime friend of mine who I've mentioned on the podcast a few times, Josh Richmond, one of the most connected guys in all of Hollywood. Super close friends with Robert Downey Jr., close friends with Keanu Reeves, very close friends with, with Johnny Depp. And he's been, you know, not just following Johnny Depp throughout this whole thing, he's been with them throughout the trial and everything. And he was just with them in London. And um, this is fucking crazy. Because I sent out a tweet, not thinking too much of it, just going to have on the podcast, not knowing that he's had like seven offers to talk. And he doesn't have a major social media following, but it, this shit went viral, low-key. So this possibly could be 
one of the biggest episodes we've ever had in BTB history. And not even, you know, just trying to, you know I mean, I don't really trip on having guests and whatever. I go solo on that ass all the time. But yeah, Josh Richman is my guest this Thursday. We're going to talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, and it's going to be fucking crazy. But right now, we're going to get into a little quick commercial break, and then I want to talk a little about the recession and a decision about my personal life that I want to make and uh, some of my wife wanted to. So listen, that's, I, I, I was just about to say something and Miles is so fucking cold. He already knew to plot through on that fucking lakey lake. Yo, we're gonna pay some bills. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars next Monday for the NBA Finals Game Five. Captain Picks is having a wager watch win party next Monday at Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. It's only one day in Buster's in Hollywood, guys. Tip-off is at 6 p.m., so make sure you get there early. If you are an existing Captain Picks community member, not only will you be a VIP, but you'll get free drink tickets, okay? DM at the Captain Picks on Instagram to RSVP. New users get free Game 5 Picks, 24-hour VIP access to the Captain Picks Discord Raffles and giveaways will happen and drink, play, picks, packages will be available at 40% savings. We're taking over the game and starting in Los Angeles after our successful game one party in Chicago. Come break your bookies bankroll in person or in our community of winners at captainpicks.com. We are sports betting consultants. Make sure you are making all of your bets at mybookie.ag where you can wager on everything. Baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, and UFC. Speaking of which, UFC 275 is coming. The main event is Tay Exier. I don't know how to fuck pronounce his name, versus Prochaska. I'll probably fuck both those names up. But we are absolutely crushed UFC on Saturday and my bookie has all the action. It's not too late to place your bets. Only one of these fighters will walk away the winner, but anyone can walk away a winner with my bookie. Sign up at mybookie.ag, use promo code BENBALLER and you'll instantly get a deposit up to $1000. Remember, use my code BENBALLER and bet with me only at my bookie. The only way watching these fights could get any better is to get paid by doing it. And my bookie makes it a whole lot easier and it makes it a legit possibility. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Cost of living is rising and you're responsible for yourself and others. On that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, just answer a few questions about your health in an application. You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out if you're instantly approved. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder policies are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims. 
They're rated A and A plus by AM Best. Ladder's customers rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and they've made Forbes Best Life Insurance 2021 list. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash baller today to see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash baller. Ladderlife.com slash baller. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Is it hundreds of dollars it costs for your setup? Or are you the busy on-the-go type with minutes to spare? Level up your game with Backbone, the universal gaming essential that lets you instantly play hundreds of console games on your iPhone, no console required. Backbone is the newest game-changing essential that transforms your iPhone into a handheld console so you can play anywhere, anytime. Simply plug in your iPhone to the backbone and enjoy console quality controls with responsive buttons and triggers, clickable analog sticks, and more as you play Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and App Store games. I've even posted my backbone on Twitter for my super followers because me and my kids are obsessed. Makes things so much easier. If you don't own a console, no problem. Stream hundreds of games like FIFA, Halo, Minecraft, and more through cloud gaming services like Xbox Game Pass, NVIDIA GeForce Now, and Google Stadia. And even if you already have a PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, play games you own with Remote Play or Stream Link app. Experience for yourself what TechCrunch calls the closest we've ever seen to a portable Xbox. Go to playbackbone.com slash baller now to order your backbone until June 30th and get free access to over 350 console games and perks, including one month free of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, one month free of Apple Arcade, two months free of Google Stadia Pro, and three months free of Discord Nitro. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash baller. What's up, guys? Um, I got to let you guys know, this Thursday, I have my gold surfboard dropping only on the network app. Uh, That is this Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Remember, guys, this is like a luxury item. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not a necessity or anything. There is only 25 for sale. That's it. 25 for sale, and uh, that is only on the network app this Thursday. They are not cheap. They are expensive. This is for somebody who got it like that, right? This is a fucking super dope fucking item. You could hang it up as art, whatever the fuck you want, but that is um, this Thursday, okay? That is June 9th, I believe. This Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Speaking of the network, we have Baller Breaks is coming back June 14th. That is uh, next week. On uh, Tuesday, it is. Uh, I'm excited to get June. You know that going on. We got Panini uh, football. We got some new shit. We got all kinds of stuff. Baller breaks is the, the best break show on fucking the internet. Period. That is no cap. Okay. Now, um, I'm gonna talk about the recession. And people are like, no, that the, you know, the fucking 
GDP is not bad, blah, blah, whatever, like, shut the fuck up. So we, technically we are in a recession right now. We definitely are. All right. Now, I wanted to have Paul come on and speak a little bit about stocks and bonds. And the reason why, you know, when Tesla stock is down, you know, the bonds are up. And then, when, you know, when stocks are up, the bonds are down. And it kind of goes back and forth, even with the crypto market, right? I want to explain something to you guys, right? Ever since I became a millionaire in 2004, I have had ups and downs, ups and downs. I didn't understand how to invest. Um, I just saved. And I figured that, you know, maybe having a condo and things, whatever was cool. And, you know, of course I spent money and I, I made a cool amount of money, but I never made money like I did now. And I was always savvy and I was always flipping shit. I was flipping shoes still. I was still doing different things here on the side. But ever since 2012, right, that's 10 years now, I have never, ever, ever taken an L in years. So 2013, I raised my net worth. 2014, raised my net worth. 2015, raised my net worth. So on and so forth, right? 2020, the pandemic hit. We didn't know what the fuck to expect. And I figure, you know, with all the shit that's going on, there's shortages, there's fake shortages, there's people who are dumb as fuck and want to spend their EDD checks on fucking Gucci belts. There's people out there who want to fucking go and spend, fuck this, man, I'd rather live my life. It's more important. That's true to a certain extent. But if you got a life expectancy of fucking three years, then okay, cool. Some people say, oh, we're all going to die anyway. Live your life to the fullest. No one ever said you can't live your life to the fullest. That doesn't mean spend your money to the fullest, okay? You can have some great conversations. You can have some, you know, a couple of decent dinners here and there. You don't have to go out and lease a Lamborghini that you can't afford and go to nightclubs and order five, six bottles that you can't afford. And you also don't have to go out and act like you're doing that, you know? Don't let society fuck you up, Right? When I was off Instagram for a month and a half, it was I was actually having a great time. Did I post about it? I don't post about everything anyways. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I'm at home. But understand, you know, I feel like I was lucky. And the only reason why I feel I was lucky is because I had put in so much work prior for 10, 20 years of real grinding so that these opportunities with like Tops and Captain Morgan and other companies came along. And, you know, the hobby was definitely a blessing beyond fucking comprehension. I can't even just describe how crazy it was. Okay. So that year was a monster year for me, 2020. I think I spoke about how when I was at Excel Sports Management, I was one of the lowest in the earnings chart. Once summer of 2020 came, I was one of the highest. And this is people, you know, they represent fucking enormous stars, you know, like I said, Tiger Woods, Derek Jeter, Peyton Manning, fucking, you name it, from Jokic to fucking Tyler Hero to young people to golf to everything, Colin Morikawa, you name it. There's so many enormous stars under Excel Sports Manager. And, you know, 21 still ended up being a great year for me. Now we're in 22. I'm like, all right, am I going to have my first year where my net worth doesn't increase? Now, I'm not necessarily worried so much about that. I just don't want to go backwards to a certain extent, right? I understand that there was a massive trampoline jump in 2020, so it's not realistic. Like from 19 to 2020, I literally tripled my net worth. Why am I telling you guys this? 
because I've been bracing myself for this the entire time. Yeah, I bought a hypercar in 2020. And then I bought a hypercar in 2021. Guess what? I made almost a million dollars in profit off both those cars. Okay. So what I'm telling y'all is, as each year my net worth has gone up, one key thing that I've done since even 2004 is I've only spent 20% of any check or any earning that I've got. 80% I've stacked, right? My taxes handle that, you know, can't get too specific into that, but my taxes are obviously very strategically done. Thank God to the most fucking amazing fucking accountant in the world, Suleiman, right? If I didn't make enough money to get something that time at that point, so let's just say, for argument's sake, I made 100 grand, okay? Let's say I want to take a vacation for 25 grand. Now, let's say the week before that, I made $600,000. Well, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to take the vacation here, boom, no. I gotta, I'm going to wait until I make 175 grand and be like, all right, I'll take that 25K vacation for my family. That's how I operate. Now, a lot of times I don't spend that money, but as the weeks go on, I got to look at how my earning is going because my spending is crazy. Spending's all fucked up, but I won't spend that if I didn't make 80% more than that, right? And I stack. So, you know, I'm not just spending because like, oh, fuck, well, there's money there to spend it. No, hell no. I have a living trust for my children. I have other things. But more importantly, it's just always bracing myself for what's going to happen, what's going on. You know, I was supposed to buy a house in the last two years, a new house upgrade. And I said, you know what? Fuck that. I would never pay $6 million for my house right now. You know? And yeah, I'm looking at houses, you know, from eight to 10. And it's like, fuck this. Looking at houses like seven, eight. And I'm like, nah, man, this ain't it. And now I notice finally because the interest rate's rising. And the thing is, I'm not worried about that so much because my interest rate on my home is, is cool. It's not that bad. I don't owe a lot on my home. I obviously have way more I could do than, than what I owe. But the real estate market is finally cooling off. I'm finally seeing, oh, 60,000 off, 100,000 off, 200,000 off. Every fucking house that I've actually loved has not just gone over the asking price. There's been a bidding war. Fuck all that, man. People are tripping. You know, I'm a seller. I get it. But ain't no coming back five years later being like, oh, man, why you sell this to me? And blah. No, no, motherfucker. That's why we don't do, we don't have these conversations. I'm in a luxury business, not in a necessity business. I sell luxury goods. I sell diamonds and gold. And yes, for the most part, if you do it the right way, you're going to be okay. All right? Especially on the engagement rings. You get an engagement ring for me, you ain't losing. You ain't taking an L. All right? But that ain't how I operate, you know, with everything. And when I see salesmen, I have friends of mine, my, my real estate agent, he's a great dude. Sometimes, you know, I, I could, you know, I could feel it like he's like, oh, he's a seller. He wants to turn up. He wants to, he wants better things for his family. He wants to sell more cribs, you know, real estate agents of all people are the ones like, yo, man, it's a seller's market, man. It's a seller's market. Boom. It's not a buyer's market. And now finally, because the market's cooling off, it is becoming a little better for buyers. Still ain't ready for my shit. Nah. My man, Lil Duval has been telling people, yo, man, if you can't afford that Rolls Royce payment, let me holler at you. I got you. You can't afford no Rolex, whatever, boom. You want to sell it for the low? I won't tell nobody. Let me buy it from you. I'm waiting for all that shit too. I'm ready to buy anything right now. I want to got some shit for sale that they can't afford. Psh, cool, I'm good for it. 
Now, will everything follow? I think definitely be a big correction coming soon. I think by the end of the year, there'll be a big correction. But right now, people should be smart with their money. You know? People are on this, I don't know what it is. They think that the world's coming to an end. Think that COVID is whatever. Look, man, people are still getting COVID. And, you know, we're probably going to get it over and over again. We just know how to control it better now. We got better medicine for it. Now we have better treatment for it. Okay. But because of all the fuck that shit that's been going on, all the money printing that we've been doing, all the forgiveness and the fucking forbearance and all this other shit, some people did it the right way. Some people didn't. Keep your credit A1. Stay stacking. Don't buy anything you don't need to buy. Right? No one said you can't live your life and not have your vacations and certain things, right? But just think about, can I afford this? Does this make sense? That's all I'm saying. I worry about spending all the time and I'm good. I've raised my neck. Be like, yo, fuck it. What if I was just doing, you know, what I was doing in 2018 and 19? I was cool then. Yeah. Had fucking five fucking cars. All my cars were nice. Ferraris, Lambos. You know what I'm saying? Fucking um, Range Rover, McLaren, shit. And I'm, I'm like, fuck that. That money don't exist to me anymore. I'm just trying to stack. But we are in a recession. People are like, you know, they crack me up. They're like, oh man, people with blue checks just be saying anything. Oh yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, listen to somebody else who study economics, you know, who might know, you know, some things, but, but all, all bets are off. Or listen to somebody who survived the 2008, 2009, 2010 recession, the worst recession we ever saw. The worst recession, worse than the great motherfucking depression. Listen to a motherfucker that was making $3 and fucking 50 cents working at Burger King to having an eight-figure net worth now. Could have probably could have been higher. I didn't even go as hard. If I'd, you know, done the same shit my boy Paul have, I'd be worth fucking nine figures right now. Right? So, just letting you guys know, it's time to be smart. It's time to be aggressive. Whether we're in a bull market or a bear market, yes, crypto's fucked up. I'm down millions. I'm still optimistic. I'm still going to do my thing. Still do all my shit. But sometimes you got to spend a little bit to get more. Please do not fuck that up in your mind. Sometimes you might have to give a little ass to get a little ass. Okay? Sometimes you might have to spend a little bit to get more. Right? There's people, a list of people who want to intern under me just to get fucking knowledge and whatever. And that's cool. I don't have that kind of time. Right? And the funny thing is my assistant just gave me less than two week notice, meaning June 15th, I will probably have to figure some shit out. And there's a long process. There's background checks, NDAs that need to be signed, all types of shit, right? And it's not necessarily a set pay salary, but shit, you know, I had a dream situation with my assistant because he was a flipper. He liked to flip things. He would take all my old shit, flip it, make money. So he would always make his six figures a year. But, you know, it, it was he was paid well because... He loved trade. He was like, fuck this. I'll take this, this, and this. Yeah, cool. Boom. Some shit that I didn't want to do that was like three, 400 bucks. He'd take it. Like, all right, cool. Dude, I'll go do that. Run some errands for me off that. And I'm like, yo, bro, you sure, man? I'll give you some money. No, 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 no. I'd rather take this. Cool. There it is. People send me shit all the time. So I just want to talk about that with you guys because it's really fucking important. 
So this is something personal I want to tell you guys about. I've been thinking about it here and there. Thought about it serious at one point and kind of like thought about, it, you know, in 14, my boy Nick Trache was going to do it, aka Nick Diamond. Then some other people I've seen like, oh, why they got a tattoo in the back of their head? Oh, yeah, Jamie Foxx, he did that because of this. Okay, boom. I'm talking about hair transplants. And they're so advanced now that if you look at Adam 22 from No Jumper, so always rocked his bald head, had the tattoos and everything. This motherfucker don't ever shave his head now. His hair is like fucking incredible. Like I couldn't believe it. It took one of my old business partners, Pat, to tell me like, yo, you seen Adam 22's hair? McKay went to Dr. Zierling. I was like, what the fuck? And I think he, he did an episode about it, but his hair is like, it's crazy. It looked great. I thought about it. I'm like, shit, I'd like to have my hairline back. You know what I'm saying? I don't really have like a bad, you know, situation with my, you know, I got a Lexus moonroof. I ain't got the fucking panoramic full front and back, you know, roof, right? So I actually went to do a little consultation and it's not that bad. Plus they'll show me some love if I, you know, utilize my social media. So they have this new technology called FUE, which stands for follicular, um, follicular, I think, unit extraction. And it's a type of new type of hair transplant done by taking individual hair follicles from your skin and moving them to another part of your body where hair is thinner or absent. Now, my wife is a big fan of this. She's like, please, baby, I really want you to get your hair done, blah, blah, whatever. So I don't know. Don't know why LeBron hasn't done it. It's fucking crazy. Process is real long. It's like nine, 10 hours. And two weeks after that is hell, supposedly. But I'm thinking about doing that shit. I got my teeth done. Best fucking thing in the world. My smile's crazy. It's beautiful. Met a great dentist from it. We became, you know, homies. I've, I've given this guy tons of business. So I'm thinking about doing that too. There's, a, there's some other shit that I want to do. I just want to let you guys know. People will be like, what the fuck happened to Ben's hair? How the fuck he got hair now? Just know you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. All right, man. NBA Finals time, guys. Not too much to really talk about here. Look, Boston came in the underdog. You know, um, I don't know why people are just saying so much. Some people are like, you know, making excuses. Oh, Steph Curry plays bad in the finals. Man, shut the fuck up. Golden State was the motherfucking Cobra Kai. You know what I'm saying? But not even Cobra Kai so much. Not like bullies like that. Just like that. You know, they're like the rich kids, like the, you know, the privileged kind of thing. Boston's kind of like the grimy old team, you know, whatever, young cats. They tapped that ass in San Francisco. I don't want to hear shit about coming back at the end, this, now, whatever. The motherfuckers was up a good amount. Boston was down a good amount in the second half. Came back and tapped that ass, okay? Now, game two, the Warriors obviously came back and whooped some ass. I don't think that 25-point lead and all that, whatever, was anything crazier than what Boston did to them in their crib. So it's 1-1 one, one now, 0-0. Zero, zero. I don't know, man. Um, you know, we're even now. So let's see what happens on Wednesday. Game three in Boston. I still think Boston wins in seven, right? You know, um, I think they can win in six too. But if it goes to seven, it really will be more of a toss-up. I don't know. It'll be exciting. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Looks good. Jordan Poole's fucking incredibly smart. But you know what? Speaking of smart... Uh, Marcus Smart is up and down. Uh, these guys are young, and they're playing against a team with some vets, you know, with Steph Curry and all that. I'm just excited, right? I'm more excited for football. We're less than 100 days away from football, and I can't wait some of these trips to Seattle. I am planning more trips with my wife and my family to come with me now instead of these real quick day trips because it's during the school year, but I'm like, look, fuck this. You know, 
while they're a little young, like, let me be that cool dad where like, all right, look, we're going to double up on homework here and you're going to miss Monday. I know you hate Mondays anyway. So yeah, man, sports, I'm hyped. Baseball is cracking. I know we lost yesterday, but we've been kind of kicking ass as far as the Dodgers go. Aaron Judge is playing out of his fucking mind. We're going to do a BTB super follower Dodgers Giants game in San Francisco at Oracle Park. That is coming up to now. So I'm excited about that. Uh, let's go to some shows and some movies. Guys, I really want to say thank you so much for recommending Punisher because I love John Bernthal. Listen, first episode I was in, I told you guys I watched almost the first season. I finished all of it and people were saying, oh, it kind of ended abruptly because there's supposed to be a season three. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I wish, I wish there was season seven, eight, nine, ten. But look, there's violence and then there's Punisher violence, right? Like when you knock a motherfucker out, you hit him once or twice, you know what I'm saying? You see blood here and there. No, Punisher, that 45 times being hit in the face with the fucking dumbbell type shit is just it is incredible. Like it's highly, highly, highly therapeutic to see someone get their ass whipped that bad. It was, <laughs> it was a little crazy. Um, fucking awesome. But yeah, We Own This City is still popping right now. I fucking love that show. John Berthold, that obviously is on HBO Max. But um, we watched this movie this weekend. Me and my wife, we, uh, we had the in-laws take the kids, had a great brunch at this place called um, Mr. O's in uh, Studio City. And um, we went back home and we bought this movie called Last Scene Alive. And it was, uh, I don't know. I give it a six and a half, maybe seven. Especially after watching Punisher, it's kind of hard to give, you know, a movie like that was. But, you know, I like Draw Butler. It was, it was a drama, you know, some dude's having trouble with his wife and then she goes missing. She's like kidnapped, they can't figure it out. It was all right. It was okay. Just letting you guys know that I watched that. But I'm excited and my kids are 10 times more excited. Uh, Jurassic Park Dominion releases this Friday. We're going to watch it on opening night. Uh, I bought 20 seats for the kids, you know what I'm saying, at one of their favorite theaters. And, you know, we're going to have the recliner seats. We're going to have our snacks on and everything. London Rider is super fucking hyped. Guys, don't forget, we got that event uh, next Monday. Dave & Buster's uh, Game 5 NBA Finals. Um, I got my gold surfboard dropping this Thursday at 3 p.m. What else? We got Baller Breaks come back June 14th. We got a whole lot coming out. We got a huge monster, monster flamethrower episode. My boy Josh Richmond, uh, one of Johnny Depp's really good friends, and he gave me some insight on this Amber Heard trial little history on Johnny and Amber as well. Prior to all this, we're going to talk about some Hollywood stories and all that stuff. Guys, I love you. What a fucking amazing episode today. I will see you guys back on Thursday. Please tell a friend to tell a friend about the BTB podcast. All right. My man Lakey Lake is going to take us out of here. Peace, y'all. <laughs>